what's going on welcome to totally blitz podcast you know what it is we're talking week two nfl recap and before we jump into it introduce our host go down and like and subscribe but i'm paul pick them win them concha i got my ball pack i got my dolphin shot poor because you know we two and oh you dig but who's with me hey man it's your boy kev water boy savoy you feel me the most dangerous the most decisive and the most i can't think of another d word because damn i'm hot so motherfucking and this has been week two nfl i'm not gonna lie to you man this week was a good tale of two halves to me. I feel like if you, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And like, there was a lot of, we, this team played great this half and this team played great the second half. But one thing that didn't matter was what day the defense played. But then four o'clock came and defensive plays mattered too. So like, this was a lit ass week too. And like, it's just a great time to be a podcaster. Powell, so let me know what the records was. All right, so week two. Going into week two, Kev was eight, seven, and one, and I was six, nine, and one. Kev had a nice two-game lead. I went, I went nine and six. Kev went five and ten. So after week two, we are sitting at I'm 15, 15, and one, literally 500 on the dot. Kev is at 13, 17, and one, but it's a long season, very long season. I've been 10. God damn it. Well, I knew when I saw the Steelers losing, I was like, it's going to be a long day for me. But I just got burnt the rest of the 1 o'clock. The dog 1 o'clock was- killed you, my man. Other yeah. than the Lions, you it was. It was- <laughs> I got burnt all 1 o'clock. Every bunk. I was tragic, tragic. The Jets burnt me. The Browns burnt me. We're going to get into it. I got well, burnt. And then uh, our bets, though, anyone who listened to the Fast Five bets, again, we went 3-2. and two. Packers minus 10 hit. Ravens fins over 44.5 was never in doubt. Jags plus four was never in doubt. And then the Steelers plus two and a half and Panthers plus two were the ones that burnt us. But as a whole, three and two, six and four, as as you can't ask better than that, 66% hit rate right now. I'm not going to lie. I would have took those bets, especially the motherfucking Packers and the motherfucking um, the Dolphins 44. Yeah, I would have took that motherfucking. What was the third one? The Jags plus four. Like, literally, when I called out the Jags, Ravens, and Packers, those are the three I felt most comfortable with. The Steelers and Panthers, I just kind of threw on there. Like, I think they should win. Let me throw their spread on there. But the other ones I felt really comfortable with. That's, I think it's still tragic. I went 5-10. and 10. That's tragic. Well, on to, on to higher notes. I mean, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Like you said, Kev, what are, what are your games of the week? What, is, what, what did you see this weekend? What you calling out this week? You feel me? What I saw this week. While I was over there waterboying it up. Motherfucking, they're three comeback kings. This shit is insane right now. It's not how you start. It's how you finish every week. And these motherfuckers went crazy. And I got to start it off with the Jets versus the fucking Browns. This is what really burnt me. I don't know how I saw Nick Chubb running it down, shaking it up, baking the killing boys. At, I actually turned off the Ravens and the Dolphins game because it was such a blowout to put on this game. And these motherfuckers were, um, I'm over here watching Nick Chubb just kill his ass. Like, oh, yeah, Browns, solid, solid. Paul, tell me what the fuck your favorite team, the Jets, did to win this fucking game. It still fucked the Jets, but honestly, it's the Browns played the, the – 
Nick Chubb's a dog, but the, and unlike previous years where he stops before he scores and just knees it out and they just knee out the game, which he has done previous times in the past, he went in and scored that touchdown. They're up 14 with only less than two minutes left. It should be game over. Flauco comes down, scores. Garrett Wilson's a dog. Elijah Moore's a dog. They came down and did that shit. Onside kick recovery. It, it, once that happened, it was like, oh, fuck. Like, the Jets are really going to do this. And then Garrett Wilson, game-winning touchdown. He goes up to the crowd, talks his shit. So, like, certified dogs down there in New, uh, up there in New, New York right now. No chap. Hey, the tandem of my boy, Big Bo Joe. My boys took it down on the – that was crazy. And Garrett Wilson certified dog. But this onside kick is what kills because that bitch went straight through Amari Cooper's hands. Yeah. And they say this is actually the first onside kick I've been recovered since the rule change. I didn't even know there was a rule change on onside kick. To make kick. it harder for these – there's no running up. So there's no build up speed or anything. You you're flat footed once that kick goes off. So the deep so the people recovering can't go until the kick is kicked. Unlike before, you get the run up. That shit is fucking tragic. That shit is tragic, man. But I definitely had to put respect on that game. But do you think the Browns? What does it say about the Browns? Because I thought Kevin Stefanski had a two headed monster, and that shit was a. I just think they just blew, blew it. Like, it's like they're still uh, – leaving that game, I felt like they're still the better team. It's just sometimes you make little mistakes. It's not even a mistake. You thought the game was over going up 13-0 with two minutes left. They had a nine. And you let – yeah, you let that much happen, and then it's like, oh, fuck. So, I'm not – I don't take too much of it. The Jets does rally. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Them boys had a 99.9% win – percent win chance and two minutes left in the fourth they probably is the first team to ever blow that and they blame it on that elf they said it's like brownie the elf or some bullshit like that but on to the next one man because that was a good game i'm not gonna lie to you i enjoyed it we gotta talk cardinals versus motherfucking raiders and i'm just looking at this shit like Kyler murray might be part video game character the way that he took the way that he ran up and down some they said it was like 88 yards to get that two-point um longest com- two-point conversion ever. That's fucking insane. And that was then, literally my thought when I saw that two-point conversion. I tweeted out on the page. I didn't know if, if it was for sure the longest, but when I saw it, I was like, this has to be the longest two-point conversion ever. No cap. In his way, he's shaking and baking. He's in his bitch screaming, come and get me. That's why I might call him now. Kyle, come and get me murdered. Like, you got to come and chase him down. And then he takes him down for the touchdown with – no money with no time on the fucking clock, even slightly. And motherfucking, they take it down with nobody on the clock. And then he's over here looking at all. I want to say it was Hollywood Brown for the two point conversion. Literally telling him, get right here in the fucking middle. And he's half, he can't, you can barely see over these motherfuckers, but he's seen that one. That was AJ, AJ Brown. Hollywood Brown once again showed his ass on why he's not a good wide receiver, but he dropped a wide open pass. And then he got like he caught it, and instead of bringing it to his chest, he held that bitch out, and then they uh, safety hit him, and that ball went flying, and then that's why the Raiders got the ball in overtime. They didn't do anything with it, but it was just like Hollywood Brown doing Hollywood Brown shit right here. Hey, he did get hit kind of hard though. That shit was the hardest. Or even former players were saying, "Pull that shit in your fucking chest." What are you nah, doing? Nah, no, 
but that was a hard hit. I, it I, was I, a hard hit, but you if you already have a track record of dropping wide open passes at like terrible times, that doesn't this doesn't help your case right now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it was okay, but I'm just saying it was a hard hit. Yeah, I, I saw that shit and was like, whew. You know what frustrated me the most in this game? What's up? Derek Carr, bro. Like, my perfect example is there was a moment in the game where Buda Baker is about to blitz. He recognizes it. He changes the uh, – he go. He comes up to the line, tells him to change the formation, block him, have an extra blocker with the tight end, doing some real MVP shit. Like, he recognized the defense, broke it down, changed formation, changed blocking schemes. Hikes the ball and then throws the ball immediately into the safety's chest and almost throws an interception. Uh, and, so, uh, and that was annoying. Like you did some MVP shit pre-snap and then just ruined it with the very next shit you did. Like it's a it's a roller coaster with Derek Carr. That's what's pissing me off. Is like you have the shit to make you great. Is as you 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 fuck it up after you do some shit like that. Like Max Crosby had a great game. Like he like he didn't get the sacks week one. This week he got the sacks. He uh, he got in Kyler Murray's face. Kyler Murray and them boys were looking shitty until the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden they really turned it up the gear. And it, it, it might be fun to watch, but I would just be kind of worried because, like, you can't win every game just not playing for three quarters. But they, the, them boys really did this really, – like, fourth quarter, Kyler running the ball everywhere, throwing dots to A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown um, – not A.J. Brown. Uh, Green. A.J. Green started coming alive again. Like, he was looking like he, 2008 A.J. Green. Just uh, Zach Ertz started popping from fourth late in the fourth, and oh, and then coaching pissed me off too because y'all have the ball in Arizona's thirty ninth in overtime after making a stop with one of the best kickers in the game. Just kick the fucking field goal right there or run the ball. It's first and ten on their thirty nine. Just get a few more yards. Have your kicker win the game. Like you have one of the top three kickers. Instead, you're trying to pass the ball, and then Hunter Renfro fumbles, and then you know the rest of the game's over after that. I actually wanted to talk about that. I thought that fumble was fucking insane for him to have. That's a walk-off touchdown on defense. Four o'clock really made that when it came to the defense. They showed that defense and make defense can make stops. But I think one scary thing that I'm noticing is that I feel like people are practicing special teams. Oh yeah, no, of course. That's the, you, you can steal a point on special teams, bro. Like it, that's all the momentum. Your offense can play bad that week, but you still a touchdown on special teams. No, no cap. Because when we go into our last game of the water boys picks a week, because we gotta speed us up a little bit. Uh, but anything else on this game before we move to the to the big one? I think that like the 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 whole entire goal for the Cardinals right now is to stack up wins until you get DeAndre Hopkins back, and then the offense is supposed to be completely different. I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins is that nice, so like him being him being on the field does make a that big a difference. Does make a huge difference, but. If you can step it up, if you can, you got to be able to play like that for more than just a quote, a quarter, well, pretty much a quarter and a half because that overtime was kind of long. So motherfucking, you got to be able to step that thing up and like they got to figure it out early because you're not gonna be able to play no hard team, especially in your division like that. But on to the next one. You, you want to introduce this one? I mean, this is your segment. I'll let you introduce them. I'll let you handle that. I'll let you talk first. You feel me? All right. We talking special teams. So we got to bring up the Dolphins versus the motherfucking Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson put on an MVP performance, but your boy Tua 
put on an all-time performance. There was a point in time when he used to throw touchdowns in. God damn! That's, that's crazy. Yeah, we had a... That's crazy. <laughs> Tell them, boys. Game of the week. That nigga, that nigga said, I heard y'all talking shit. <laughs> um, I couldn't put... I couldn't put a hard jersey. That's purple, but I couldn't... Oh, my God. It's not that way. Hey, Paul, I appreciate how you did that. That jump was not fake. <laughs> hey, man. I, I didn't have any gallery not- view. So all I just see is, like, I say this nigga Lamar, and then this nigga Charles pop up. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I actually want to hear from Charles because y'all was winning all game. That fourth quarter to a snap, right? 13 of 17, 199 yards, four touchdowns, 154 passer rating, all in that fourth quarter, bro. Like, Tua did his thing. But as a Ravens fan sitting at home, how was you feeling up 35 to 14, up 21? Like, man, that boy was watching the Jets and the Browns after that little touchdown. I was so the tough thing about it was, is I was between games. Like, I had just, I had just, I was like, oh, we up like 35 14. We won. So I started, uh, I started watching the Bucks and Saints game because, you know, they was getting juicy. Them boys was fighting. Yeah, yeah them boys was decent. But I was getting, you know, notifications about because I had in another in another uh fantasy uh, football fantasy league I have Tyreek and Tyreek was scoring. I was like, okay. And then the dude I was playing had Waddle. He was scoring. Oh, going on, so I tapped in, and you know it's tie. It's about to be tie game. Like I'm like, how many three and outs did you niggas have? They can't. It was and all, off and shit, bro. In one quarter, bro. They both a piece almost had two hundred yards, bro. When I saw that one, uh, like that one bomb to Tyreek, that fly on, on the left side of the field, and he was by, by, like he was you know, by, by fifteen yards throwing up the deuce. You know what they call that behind you, bro? It was you know, I do. You know, they call that, you know what they call that play, Charles? What, That's man? the fuck it play. <laughs> That's the fuck it play. Tua's gonna be there. Not to uh, Tyreek's gonna be there somewhere, and like no one was back there, and like people forget, like. The Ravens started this game with a kick six. They yes. started off the game seven and zero, and was gonna get the uh, and and like we just it looked bad for well, us off rip. When y'all tied the game up, next drive was seventy five yarder to Rashad Bateman. I was like, oh, these boys in the zone, like, and then they just disappeared. That boy Humphrey need to shut the fuck up. I'm gonna say that right here, right now. Hey, Marlo, you do way too much talking for you to be getting burnt. I need you to shut the fuck up. And get in the lab, my nigga, because you be too, you be, you be on your Richard Jefferson, nigga. You ain't earned that yet. You know God. what I'm saying? God damn. I, I, that boy got you be getting burnt. Back the fuck up and guard, nigga. No, I, hey, I agree. The other thing is, uh, I, I was calling it before the season started. Like, no one's gonna guard this fucking offense with all this speed. Waddle on one side, Tyreek on the other side, and Tua's super accurate. Like, like talk all the shit you want. Tua's accurate. I, I I agree when he said that. He did I heard agree. Him call it. I agree. I agree. I didn't know y'all was that fast. Every time I see y'all play, I'd be like, Damn, like four, four twos. <laughs> but like, I keep saying that they was the fastest team. But like, I'd be looking at Toa too, and I'd be like, that nigga slow. But motherfucker, the way and then I, I'm a I'm a I've been a, a firm believer in Mike Gusecki. I seen his I seen what he can do to niggas just straight up in real life. You feel me? So like, he got hands for a tight end. Dude. So that so when your offense is blocking like that, you guys really are tough. But this is another game where can you guys keep winning games if you're only playing for like three and a half quarters? Because 
not only that, their defense was getting through. I remember there was a point in time it was like, bro, is anybody going to block Houston? Yeah. No, Houston definitely came through unblocked. But outside – and those were uh, – the PFF came back and they showed that those were supposed to be tied in and running back blocks that were missed. Oh, so, okay. it wasn't the line. as I, And also, our right tackle was out, Austin Jackson. So, we put in Greg Little back up. We actually had to sign another right tackle for uh, the in-between reps. So, we were also hurt on that side. But I will say, like, the Ravens were not at full power. They're definitely one of the most hurt teams. Both tackles are out. Cornerback room was hurt. J.K. Dobbins still hurt. Ronnie Stanley played. Yeah. Hey, and uh, one thing I want to point out, because I know you said you pulled away from the game, but you saw how far X was guarding Rashad Bateman, like a whole 10 yards off of him all by himself. And he was letting Rashad Bateman eat. I honestly think he was baiting him because come fourth quarter, there was a point where it was a, a third down and Lamar, it was like, oh, cover zero. Like, oh, Lamar's about to get blitzed. Lamar hiked it, didn't even look through his progressions, immediately was like, oh, X is playing 10 yards off of Rashad Bateman. I'm just going to throw it to Bateman. And as soon as Bateman, uh, not Bateman, but X took off, like darted straight for that pass, almost had the pick six. And it was like, oh, that's why he's been playing off this whole game because he's been waiting for that pass in the late in the game. And that's just my opinion. I'm not too sure, but just watching it, that's the only sense I can make a white X is not guarded Bateman that whole game, but then fourth quarter bit on that pass hard as fuck. Nobody really respected Bateman for real. They didn't know this is like the first season for real that he gets to show himself because they was Greg. I don't know what the fuck Greg was. Greg he was Roman. also hurt last year, early season. That always hurts a rookie. You yeah, don't get the train. You don't get the training camps. You don't get the practice with the number ones and all that stuff. But with yeah, with Hollywood gone, a full a full uh off season, you know OTAs and all that shit. My last thing on this, I'll let you finish it, Charles. Mm. Ravens were 13 and 1 at home openers till Tua pulled up. Tua is now 17 and 8 as a starter. 8 and 1 against Super Bowl winning coaches, best of all time. 2 and 0 against Lamar, 4 and 0 against Bill Belichick, 7 and 3 against the division. And this is the motherfucker people are calling for his job before the season started. Hey, hey man. Hey, he didn't hey, have time. They, they said niggas, they said the niggas won 9 games in a row. We were losing because Brissett was in. Like, people would be forgetting that. There was, like, six games where Tua didn't play last year. That was all those Lone Street games. Brian Flores don't get enough credit, though. He's a great defensive coach. I've, I've said that even though he's on the Steelers now. That's where he belongs. Offensively, he couldn't call a play. He had, like, five different offensive line coaches within a span of two years, and our offensive line was bottom every single year. So, like – I don't think he knows the offensive side of the ball, but defensively, he's a fucking guru. And I always give him his credit with the defensive side of the ball. Look at the Steelers now, still. Them boys, no matter how bad they are, they they somehow going to come out with a winning, se- a winning season. That's my Tomlin for you. Yeah. Every time. Them niggas, them boys really snuck their way. They Mike Tomlin their way into the playoffs last year. Yeah. Speaking of that division real quick, though, I just want to say this, too. Whoever believes in the Cincinnati, you shouldn't. Because that was a fairy season last year, for sure. I don't appreciate that. I picked Joe Shicey to win MVP. I look stupid now. <laughs> I might look stupid later. I might look stupid. I look, I no, one's stupid no one's stupider than those. No one's stupider than the Titan believers. Nah, for real. I respect it, it but hey. It's over. All we got to worry about is Derrick Henry. That's it. Y'all <laughs> thought they loaded a box before? That was literally my preseason. Y'all thought they loaded a box before? 
They have no yep. weapons anymore. They're done. You boys had Julio and AJ Brown. But no, you want you want to stick around, um, Charles, for the rest, or you got to dip out? I'm feeling good. All right. Well, we'll, we'll make this part a little quick. This is the blowout block. These are the games that teams won by more than 20, so you probably tuned away. We had the Jaguars beating the Colts. Literally, me and Kev both were on the Jaguars as a home underdog. Oh, no, I was on them as a home underdog, but Kev was on the spread at plus four. But Kev did think the Colts would still be able to pull it away. But, hey, all I'm saying is my Jags being over the Titans in the division right now is looking mighty fine. All aboard up. And Kristen Kirk is looking like a dog with Trevor Lawrence. Like, even if Trevor Lawrence has a bad game, Kristen Kirk has a good game. It's crazy because, like, them boys think he ain't deserve that money. Bro, when all of Florida went, when all of, I don't know about all that paper, but um, when, when all of Florida doesn't lose a game, that's pretty fucking crazy. So, the Jaguars, <laughs> the Jaguars is interesting because I'm always, I'm a firm believer in Trevor Lawrence sucks. But, I think he did good. He did really good this game, and James Robinson kept him holes open. <laughs> yeah, James Robinson definitely RB one. All that Travis Etienne talk dead. Dead. <laughs> it made it seem like that boy's taking his job. Hell no. Yeah, I mean, and uh, Matt Ryan threw a pick on the first drive. Matt Ryan got sacked five times. Matt, the receivers couldn't get open. It was just a long day for the Colts. Like I, it looked like a bad long cool. season. And they were, they were missing Michael Pittman. They missed Michael Pittman. Yeah, they are. They didn't have Pittman but, or Pierce. It looks like they're gonna be screaming "fuck Frank Wright" soon. But hey, they started off on four last year, so hey, we'll never know what happens. Very true. Next, but, week. Hey, Pat McAfee assholes. They put up the percentages for um, teams that win, so that go zero two. It's a win to make the playoffs, and I think this shit's like fourteen percent. I think or twelve. Or it might have been eleven. Oh, 11. Yeah, I knew it was some low. I'd have 11 if you rounded up to 12. And boy, Another blowout game of the week. We had the 49ers blowing out the Seahawks. I mean, we knew the 49ers were going to win. Prayers up for Trey Lance. But I'm going to say it like that team oh. looks better with Jimmy G at the helm. Oh. They look more, they look right. Uh, hey. When Jimmy G got on the field, did y'all not see how those players were reacting? It looked like their homeboy just got out of jail after, like, a six-year bid. Like, they were really, like, hugging him, crying. They were, like, so happy that Jimmy G was there. It seems like they had to drive this little nigga to make them realize that Jimmy G is their QB for real. Bring the team together. I'm about to say, because, like, I was, like, it seemed like they were ready to move on. They were, like, they just carry us to the playoffs. Not carry, but he got it done. He know how to play. That nigga kind of cool. QB, like, to the T. Perfect for the system, bro. I wouldn't give up on him either. Especially. He's, like, 40 a... and, like, 20 or something as a record. Like, he's a nice-ass record as a starting QB. QB, he's just, you know, not the best. But, like, he better than Kirk Cousins to me. Um, he can win mm. better than Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. 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 He has better Kirk Cousins has better weapons than he – and Jimmy G does Defenses though too. Jimmy G got better defenses than Kirk Cousins has had. And, and fucking Jimmy G has a coach that does not have a problem running that bitch thirty times, forty times. With the respectfully. And, and Geno Smith, I love my guy, but at the same time, he has this is his like seventh game started since last year and this year because Russ was hurt last year. He has yet to go over two hundred and five yards. Like 
you can't you're not winning games with the dink and dunks all game like i think their rushing team as a whole had 30 yards and it's because once you're in a hole you can't run the ball anymore like so it was just like geno smith like i think they just got up for the last game to beat russ but now this is the seahawks we all expected yeah <laughs> they put drew lock in fuck it uh uh yeah, I'm not. At least, at least good jersey sells consistent. At least the people know if they buy a Geno Smith jersey, they at least gonna see him play. Y'all, he's part of the trade for us. We let the nigga get some time in. I'm not saying he should start over Geno. Just try something different. If Geno really, they were not- talking about putting him in, but he missed some of preseason with COVID, I believe, and then that's when Geno locked in like the starter spot. Respect. The next. The hey, next bro. two uh, blowouts here, we have a really bad one. I'll save that one for last. But the this one was Sunday night football, Packers blowing out the Chicago Bears. Aaronville and Tropolis. Aaron Tropolis, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, all the Aarons were cooking on the fucking Bears this last weekend. Like Aaron Jones, I think, had like three touchdowns or some shit, two or three. What workhorse? I fuck with I, I fuck with AJ Dillon, the quiet father. Yeah, they have a Kawhi. double-headed dragon, bro. Kawhi, Kawhi might be coming for that. Oh, the Kawhi's <laughs> quads are looking kind of big. I didn't no cap. Nah, hey, and the, hey, you want to hear a little fun fact, bro? The Bears have only attempted twenty-eight total pass attempts this year, bro. They only they only attempted twelve this weekend. It's not like they're winning games throughout the game where they don't have to pass attempts. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Where y'all are losing? <laughs> Why, like, I, I've i never been, can't remember, I'm low on Justin Fields, but, like, y'all are trying to hide this fact. Like, Justin Fields went 7 for 12 with 70 yards, but everything was dink and dunks, three and outs. They had two good drives total, and they didn't score on one of them because they got stopped on fourth down. Hey, the shit's embarrassing, I'm not going to lie to you. I just don't understand why they have to put it on Sunday Night Football every year. Listen, I was about to say, because the moment I seen that shit come up on Sunday Night Football, I was like, bro, we know the outcome. Why are y'all always putting these niggas on prime time? Please. <laughs> like, the next, like, what, the next Monday night or Sunday night game is, like, Cowboys and Giants? I yeah. don't want to see. <laughs> Shotgun in my mouth. Let this rivalry die from, like, 12 years ago. It's over. <laughs> it's so done. Crash. These are literally beefs from the 80s and 90s that they're trying to. That That's the thing. These we were not mad at. These teams have never, these teams don't be in the playoffs together. Like, yo, these, these niggas are for real. Hey, and yet they matter. Well, the the last game on my blowout was a nice. It was supposed to be a nice rematch, but if you took anything I said and what we've been chirping on, it wasn't. We had the Bills blowing out the fucking Titans, forty-one to seven. Monday Night Football, one of the two, and the last game of our blowout block. But hey, the Titans O line guy Taylor Ulane. He got hurt. He got carted off. They only got weaker after this game. A few people got hurt this game. A lot of people got carted off. But, hey, the Bills defense put Tannehill in a box and really stomped them boys out. <laughs> and Derrick Henry in a box stomped it. Like, the defense circled this game, and it definitely showed. Stephon Diggs looked us in the face and said, I'm him. He wasn't lying. He wasn't lying. This is this. I picked this team to win the Super Bowl Josh, last year because this is the energy I, I expected them to come with every game. The fact that they're on this shit, they're missing Gabe Davis. I don't think Gabe Davis played for us. Nope, he's out. And, and they, they, 
they don't have a run game like that. Josh Allen's the running back. So these boys, Josh Allen is a fucking cooking these motherfuckers, smart as shit. Motherfucking, he's watching. I seen him, I seen him play on Pat McAfee show. He's watching these motherfuckers swear he's not going to throw it deep and let a Stephon Diggs burn you for 14 yards. Like, this shit's insane. Motherfucking, he's, Josh Allen's a troop, and that's probably going to be our MVP this year. And, like, this team's only just going to get more and more determined. I want to see them face some adversity some way, sometime throughout the um, They will. Season. They see us next week, baby. Okay, I like that. But um, this was a, that's a great team, and there's nobody fucking with them. Ooh, that's a lot of speed. Hey, but and uh, you got anything on this game, Charles? Before we move to the next, mm-hmm. yeah, let me get this. The Browns really put that elf in the middle. That shit is dusty. Uh, Brownie the elf is. <laughs> I thought it was a troll at first. No, nah, I got some. That nigga that uh, that nigga that waddle waddle mouse at the end of the game was a rookie, bro. I don't even know why he was out there. <laughs> I don't even know why they put that nigga on him. They should have known better. But hey, that's bro, especially for that late game situation. I'm about to say that's terrible play calling, bro. You put the young nigga on the on the hot hand right now. That's crazy. <laughs> where Marlo? Yeah, where Marlo? Where one game moving back to the one o'clocks here with the Lions beating the Commanders. Lions getting their first dub, and I don't know how long. Fucking, they were really blowing them boys out for a good minute until crackhead Carson started pulling his weight and started really making some plays. But, hey, tell me, am I wrong for saying this, that he may be the white Winston, the way he single-handedly could be the worst player on the field, but then also do some godly, godly-like throw on a deep pass to bring him back into a game? Like, the, the high and lows are just so high and so low it wins. Compare this nigga to somebody. It's like, because Wentz was like a, Pro Bowl quarterback, like at one point, like that's how high up they were. They were putting him in top five. MVP talks before injury. Carson went, yeah, pre-injury, and now it's like he's battling Nick Foles for the spot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. crazy. I don't. He like J.R. Smith, the QB. Like I don't know. <laughs> Dead ass. That boy up and down. And then uh, Amon St. Brown is a legit. Weapon, bro. This is his last like eight games starting from last year and this year. His last eight games are 10 catches, 86 yards, a touchdown, eight catches, 73 yards, eight catches, 90 yards, touchdown, eight, nine catches, 91 yards, touchdown, eight catches, 111 and a touchdown, eight catches, 109 a touchdown, eight catches, 64 and a touchdown, nine catches, 164, two touchdowns. Like every game, he's been a legitimate, like, like he's just riding his momentum, bro. Like, he has legitimate yeah, he, wide receiver say, one. I yeah. think he's taking full advantage of the fact that, like, this team has to throw the ball in a lot of situations. So, he's like, hey, I'm going to be – Hey, catch it when I get it. In fact, I'm going to catch it whenever. I don't give a fuck what the score is. I'm going to catch that motherfucker. A lot of targets. That nigga put up, like, 39 points of fantasy. Yeah, he went bad. Um, another defensive. We have three defensive games back to back to back right here. We have the Bucks beating the Saints at the Superdome. We have Mike Evans fading Marshawn Lattimore. What's your they, thoughts? Five games they played. <laughs> or like five, uh, three times every time they met. See, look, I like this shit like here. I don't fuck with Lattimore even slightly, and like I don't hate Mike Evans. I just don't. I just don't appreciate what game he rock with. 
some motherfuckings. When I be seeing them boys beef and go at it, this shit is beautiful, man. Motherfucking, <laughs> when they boys fought in 2017, motherfucking nigga tried Jameis, some Mike Evans bitch, big ass. Oh, he even got a on, on his ass. And then fast forward here. First off, Leonard Fournette is, if Mike didn't do it, Leonard Fournette was spin too. Like, Jay was spin. That's Tom Brady. There's some though. goons down there in yeah, Tampa like, right now. Like, Tom Brady faces good all over Tampa. That's why I don't be in Tampa like that. I've been talking too much shit about the nigga. But motherfucking, them niggas would have caught that nigga fucking Marshawn Lattimore on the way on the way home. Like, nigga, you ain't finna fuck with Brady. Niggas would have flew to New Orleans to catch that nigga. Motherfucker. Well, outside of the fade, game-wise, I thought this would be the game where the Bucks kind of cleaned their shit up, bro. But Cokehead Tom and this offense is looking fucking abysmal. Like their their defense, three picks, and you're telling me this team can only score twenty points and one of them was a pick six. Like the Cowboys, yeah. like the Cowboys, they got in the red zone like four times, all field goals. Like what the fuck are y'all doing? Like this is not the Tom Brady efficient offense I've ever I've. I've known uh, I'm a Dolphins fan. Trust me, I've seen this motherfucker numerous of times. Like he, this is not the, the, the Tom Brady. Hey, is that is that fucking is Gasell and all that off field shit really fucking him up this bad on the on the field? Like what the fuck is going? Is it age? Like they're just not clicking. Like they look like they how they have. It's all the same team too. I oh, think bro. Charles, you you talked about this. This is your second favorite team. Huh? What happened? Talk about your second favorite team real quick so I can talk shit about your niggas. I'm dead. I'm from here. <laughs> uh, no, nah, yeah, they ain't got Gronk. Uh, I knew that was going to hurt him the moment he retired. I was Because no matter what, he's his greatest failsafe every time. If, this if there's bad, not, though? Like, hurt him this bad? Not this bad. It's not all on Gronk. They missing linemen. Uh, True. Because what? Marpet retired, right? And then they lost Jason. Yeah, and then they traded the other one away. Yeah, but they, they got – like, Jack Mason's big ass they brought over. Yeah, but it's still not the same line though. And then uh yeah, the one uh they didn't have Chris Godwin. He high key their best receiver. High key. I say that. No Julio, that ain't making too much of a difference. But Julio, like you know, A D. Yeah, no A D. And they I just seen uh Akeem Nix is supposed to be Akeem Nix is supposed to be out for a month. So yeah, they wow. these boys pieces, but uh, they see. T- oh, let's see how long they ride it out. But yeah, no, nah, this shit looking pretty bad. It doesn't look like a Super Bowl team to me. Two and zero though. Uh, I mean, the boys two and zero, so you can't really say nothing. I think they just played back. Remember, I feel like the nigga did spend most of his um the beginning of his summer thinking he was gonna retire. So there's probably like a lot of other shit on his mind. So he probably didn't prep like he normally does. And I don't fuck with this nigga even slightly. I just don't think that we can. I think we saw these games, and they're not going to – at the end, people aren't going to talk about him no more. I think he's just having a bad early season. And he'll pick it back up because we did see him in the fucking – in the game against the Rams in the NFC champ. That was the championship that they played in? No, yeah. no, 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 that wasn't the championship uh, against the Rams because the Rams played the 49ers in the championship. Right. We saw them play against the Rams, and that shit was almost to the wire, motherfucking comeback type shit. So, like – I don't think this is yet. I think maybe if this is still going in week five and week six, then it's like, ah. Then it's I'm a real shit. problem. Yeah, I'm talking shit. But, like, no niggas is still – and then they just, beat, they just beat the Saints. So, it's not like the division is – they um, they got to worry too much about the this. They're on losing, losing the division. So, like, they got time to figure it out. But hopefully the niggas suck. <laughs> All right. They, 
On to we got low key three games that are defensive slug fest, so we can Wait, probably hold say on, this. Hold on, hold on. My bad, I forgot. I did kind of talk about. It. How did you feel about Jameis Eglas? Nigga, through how many picks? I believe three. One of them was a pick six. That's your man's Charles. That's your man's. He's my man. I mean, I met the nigga, but that's it. Yeah, he took a piece <laughs> Nah, you helped him get them crab legs, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I seen the picture, nigga. You thought we were gonna go and let that shit slide? Um, there were those like, forced passes. I felt like though, like when you're down, that's what Winston's known for. You're down three. I mean, not down. You're down seven or ten, and you're trying to come back. He's just gonna yeah. fuck it. It is like fuck it. Literally, I think that's. I was gonna throw it. That shit ass low key because I thought Jameis was looking real good, long season. So I'm not gonna say he's done, but like I want. Good. They could play one for the quarter. I believe he also got sacked six times, though. That was one thing I said. Like this D, like their offensive line for the Saints is their weakest thing, and like the Bucks D line is their strongest thing. So oh, that didn't help Winston again, like fucking having getting sacked six times plus being this hurried almost every other play. Right. Yeah, that game was pretty good. I Mike, mean, I'm waiting on one of them boys to put a hit on each other because that shit crazy. They see each other twice a year, and guarantee they're gonna buck about it. It's crazy. I didn't watch the, this game because all the other comebacks started um started happening by the time I was trying to pick another um game to watch. Yeah. But motherfucking, I did I did hear that every play was just dirty. Like every play, like it wasn't a lot of plays from points scored, but every play you felt that. And that is one thing you do like about that rivalry. Like every play means something. Hurt. But fuck both of them. It reminds me of uh, the Steelers Ravens rivalry back in the mid two thousands. Them boys really hated each other. That's how I feel. Yeah, I see yeah. those games now, but the Bucks I mean, Saints. You were guaranteed. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's maybe the talent's a little. Uh, little yeah, it has nothing to do with the talent. Just the tension in the air. Like you know, the refs going into those games knew there was gonna be a fade. There's gonna have to be some breakups. There's gonna have maybe you have to eject somebody. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm tossing this flag, baby. Yeah. These two, we got a couple defensive slug, uh, slug fests here. So not the most exciting games. We don't have to spend much time talking to them. So let's just kind of run through them here. Giants beating the Panthers. Giants are two and zero for the first time I think in six years. So shout out to the Giants doing that. Change oh, Brian DeBall bringing a winning culture over there. They got rid of Gettleman's ass. They really changed the shit up right now. Uh, but also Panthers fucking suck. Flat out, right? Like they're not CMC. DJ Moore is a being used. Baker is is done. Like I like I. We thought he was gonna be the best quarterback for the Panthers. We've seen. Maybe the Panthers is just a place people go to die as a quarterback. Cause that's how it looks. Ain't been the same since Cam. It wasn't the same with them. Moves did not been good for a minute. Well, I mean, he did get into a Super Bowl. Not many can say that. But, yeah, no, but post that, like, like the, the oh, last five uh, years, this, the Panthers have been ass at quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater didn't get a chance there. Sam Darnold did ass. Uh, Cam Newton coming back did ass. P.J. Walker did ass. And now Baker's another one of the long line of ass quarterbacks. I would have got Tyrod Taylor, truthfully. Nigga like me would right. It's too late now. I would have got Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod would have made that shit work. Hey, hey, and there was nothing but like I don't we can't spend too much time because there was nothing but punts. 
there was literally the most of the points came on field goals, but the very first play, Panthers kick returner uh, on the kickoff fumbles it to set up the ball on like the 20-yard line for the Giants, who gets a field goal. And then the very next drive for the fucking Panthers, they get the ball, four plays into it, Robbie Anderson fumbles. Sets up fucking another easy field goal, but this time Giants take some time off the clock. They run a lot of plays, but like it's literally like this is a sloppy defensive game. No offense really. I can't judge the Giants being because the Panthers might really be that bad. Hey, the mother New York was on fire this Sunday. Oh yeah, they blew that shit up. <laughs> Jersey. We blew Jersey up, bro. Nah, because the Jets and Giants play there, bro. We can't blow Jersey up. Mm-mm-mm. The another slugfest, same thing. Patriots, Steelers. The only thing I have is, hey, bro, Nelson Aguilar mossed the fuck out of the Steelers DB for that one touchdown. Other than that, this the both defenses. This it was it was just a slugfest, and I'm not surprised it was a three point game. Nelson be doing shit. Fuck this game. I was mad about this entire game. Put Pickett in at this point, bro. Like, uh, yeah. Mitch Skrubitsky like- does not look good. I apologize to Big Ben. I told you. I told you. Nah, like, same thing with the Titans. Uh, Yeah. Put Malik Willis in. <laughs> try something new. Not working right now. Y'all have. Y'all didn't draft these pieces for these very reasons. Just try something. It's coming up. I know it's only it's about to be week three, but if y'all, if ain't shit changing, change something up. Okay, what did I tell you last episode? The Jags are going to be in the f- be in first place in that division. Titans are going to be in last, and everyone's going to be chanting, put Malik Willis in. Yep. Come talk to me then. God damn. God damn it. Well, on to our last defensive slugfest of the weekend. We had them boys over there, Bronco County, winning 16-9 to against the Texans. But I think it was like 9-6 going into the fourth quarter. Both offensive looked abysmal. Russell Wilson is not hitting anybody in stride. Like, if that was Tua, people would be calling for his head right now. Like, that's how I'm feeling, right? Like, if that was Tua throwing them passes and them interceptions and, like, getting sacked as easily as he was letting himself get sacked, his job would be in jeopardy right now. Like, Tua, like, I can say the same thing about Lamar. Like, they butchered that. Like, he's he throwing them off passes. They're going to be like, hey, man, put Huntley in. Like, or, like, put the backup in. Like, just far beat. He's a running back. Running back. Uh-huh. What happened? Fake MVP type beat. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I, think Tua, I think 100% of Tua hate, 80% of Tua hate comes from, um, it's shit in Alabama because, like, I guess people fuck with Jalen Hurts or something. He's gonna be making it. Ever since then, he's always had something to say about my belt. He had left in the short, and I feel like people are never gonna get over that. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. got so. But making it happen, though, I'll give him his credit. No, no, no. hey, but this game here, like Russ, I mean, y'all won sixteen nine. The the running backs look good, but the whole game y'all look sloppy. Hold on, let me get the stats up real quick to like really tell you how sloppy this game was. Because I want to say both quarterbacks were throwing around like fifty percent like completion. Yeah, like Davis Mills nineteen to thirty eight, one hundred and seventy seven yards at nineteen QBR, whereas Russell Wilson fourteen to thirty one under fifty percent completion percentage, 
219 yards, a touchdown interception, 45 QBR. Like this, this was not a game you want to remember. This is not why you paid Russ 250 million. And hopefully he gets this shit going. Hopefully it's another Tom Brady situation. You just get your shit going. But a Richard Sherman and that whole Legion of Boom and Pete Carroll have been very loud on like, hey, Russell wasn't the best quarterback. The the defense is what won that champion. Like there's a they, like they're loud on like they don't like Russ and Russ isn't the the guy that people think that he is. Yeah. I I can agree with that at that time. The defense is what won that championship because but after that defense fell apart, that's when we started seeing Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. So I I, we only I, saw him for like a season though. When he came out with that Mr. Unlimited trademark, it was that one season. And then after that, we haven't I, I haven't heard that Mr. Unlimited trademark since. That nigga always was like the, the MVP favorite for the first Oh, and that shit just go away. <laughs> every every year for like two years, two three years. No, no cap. But I think he probably needs to take some time. I think people are expect- talking about Tom Brady like Russell Wilson. I think Russ. I think there's a gap. Like I think I think Tom can figure that shit out because that's just what goats do. But fuck Tom. I don't. I have no problem with Russ. I hope he figures it out. But I don't think he is. You know, especially when you go look at the deep dive at stats. I thought he rushed more. His best rushing season, he had like 110 yards. I was like, oh, I thought you ran the ball a little bit more than that. And then, like, his best passing season is only like 4K or 4.2K. I was just like, I thought you were throwing the ball more than that. Like, it was just like, I don't know. Maybe, like, my image of Russ isn't the same. Like, I don't know. After hearing the Legion of Boob turn on him, I was just like, let me go look up this shit. Because oh, this, this ain't how I remember Russ. Russ when, was did, when did Richard Sherman say this? Huh? When what, did Richard Sherman say this? Richard Sherman said there, there's a. Uh, I don't know exactly when he said it, but leading up into that week one game, Pete Carroll had all Legion Boone come out for that game. And then when they asked about it, because uh, it was, I guess, a known thing that Legion of Boom and Russ don't like each other, then uh, he said, oh, I think Pete Carroll is telling the guy, like, figure it out. You know what that means? Like, kind of is like, it's, like it's us first Russ type of mentality. So, like, it's just, like, I, I didn't – like, I always knew that because when Russ left, you got to think about it. Russ was leaving saying, like, I can't win with these guys. These guys are why we're losing. I need to go somewhere to win now. Like, I want to win, and y'all are the reason why I'm not winning. And, like, that, like people kind of take that personally. Like, people don't, like – don't want to hear that. Especially in football. You can yeah. say that all day in basketball. That's why Pete Carroll didn't shake his hand. That's why – Shelby Harris at the end of that game, week one, was like, he he mocked that boy, <laughs> Russ. It was like, all I gotta say is, let's ride. And yeah. it was like, there's this, like a, they did not like Russ, and they are all here for like, hey, Russ is not that good. And I don't know, but like, I, I just, about- I, I want to see more from it. But this is a great drama that's gonna play out this season. That boy's out about it. But let's talk Falcons versus Rams, Kev. I'm giving it to you, man. How did that feel? That was a roller coaster, wasn't it? That looked like a football game. Them damn jerseys. Oh. So, I hate you. So, off rip, the Rams is not like that for real. I feel like that's what one thing we got taught. We've been we were getting taught this season. The Super Bowl hangover is real, I guess. I don't even believe in shit like that, but I guess it's real. I don't got to believe it, but I got to respect it if it is, but it is. But 
I'm so proud of my dog. Dog, I didn't watch this game. I was at the mall. You feel me? I was like, I'm not gonna watch these niggas get blown out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy a suit, which I did for sixty five dollars because niggas had discounts. But um, this game was fucking phenomenal. Them boys really did a thing. I'm over here getting a notification like, what the fuck? Fumble, punt, punt block, touch what? Like that shit was insane. Interception. It killed Real that shit. Real shit. Marcus Mariota doing his thing. Drake Lunt dry. Hey, I told you he a dog, bro. Yeah. He a dog. He a dog. He a dog. Garrett Wilson. I mean, I was screaming Garrett Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Niggas had to show. Niggas showed us this week. You know, but, Drake, uh, is, Drake is on pace for, like, 85 catches and 1,300 yards and, like, 7 TD. Like, he's on that pace to be, like, a top 15 receiver this year, rookie year. I like it. I mean, if Mariota can get the things together. But, like, I think we played amazing, phenomenal. I liked how one – I don't think he had to throw that pass. He should have threw that pass that got that Jalen Ramsey pick. But it was a nice pick where he kind of just, like, went up and mossed his own nigga for that shit. Like, he was like, he took that shit personal. But, um – I wish we could have finished the comeback, but it was a great fucking game. Like Cooper Cup might have fumble issues. Um, Stafford got interception issues. Like he's got five within two games. We been do that. He's on pace for. Um, that was last. Or was that Brady? No, last year he had seventeen. He tied uh, Trevor Lawrence for most in the season, and this year he's already got five. Like he might throw thirty. He might be on the Jameis Winston type numbers. This man talks. Beth Paul is terrible with the averages. But, hey, man, I was proud of us. But you guys see, bro, I think we need to just keep um, – we're just going to keep having these stupid little mistakes, and that's what's going to kill us. But, like, if we can come out and just, like, play it with energy, we don't look, we don't look good. Hey, there's a difference between losing games because, like, the Falcons could have quit when y'all were down by 20-something in that fourth quarter. But y'all didn't. So, like, there's a difference between, like, giving up on the season and still playing. And, like, you can see the Falcons are still playing. Yeah. That's what I be seeing in Lions games. I'm like, these niggas suck. Lions. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking find a way. Got some peace in that team. It just, it just don't never go their way because it's the Lions. But them boys be playing. I'm watching the Dolphins and the Ravens highlights just came on. This might be the first time I've ever seen a highlight reel start with a kickoff. And, and I would say that game, like, if you'll go on Twitter, you'll find a clip that they they flipped Tua to a righty. Like, they flipped the screen so he throws right-handed. And all his passes look like he's throwing fucking bombs, right? Like, it, like whenever you see it right-handed style, it, it the mechanics do not look weird. Like, every, like as your eye is used to seeing a right-handed quarterback. So, when you see a lefty, it kind of throws it off. But when you see him throw right-handed, it, is just, it makes it look like, oh, he's he's a guy. What in the Photoshop? How the fuck did they do that? They just flipped the screen. There's a, a little uh-huh. flip. But uh, on to our last two games here. Thank you for joining us, Charles. Appreciate you staying for the long haul. We have Bengals versus Cowboys. Cowboys winning. Me and Kev locked up the Bengals both. We got the egg on our head. Even though I think we both called that the Cowboys D-line and Mika Parsons was going to have a big game against his Bengals O-line, we both still took Joey. I know I said Jamar Chase was going to have an insane day. But it was going into, like, the fourth quarter. All the receivers had, like, 30 yards total. Like, it was like they didn't do jack squat for a lot of this game. How did y'all right. feel about this Bengals-Cowboys upset? He's your homie slick. Let me know. Who? Me? 
the, the Tigers, the Cincinnati, the, the, the Big Cats. I know he's not a fan of them. That's a division rival. Right. I know uh, what I'm hearing. Uh, them your dogs. I really, them, your, them your cats. But it is because the Ravens was hurt. The Ravens would have been in that same spot. But I'm not even going to get on that because it happened. It happened already. But I'm not a believer in them boys. They they never had a line. They Thank still you. don't have a line. Thank they're, you, Charles. And they, they're figured out. He's going to be running forever. He's going to – at this rate, he's going to end up like Andrew Luck. They're not careful. Preach. What do you think? What do you think, though? Like, do you think he's holding the ball too long? Do you think – It's a yeah. combo. It's a combo where they pulled out you – know, you be seeing the fucking XY charts where they be ranking the QBs and shit. They be showing that, like, Burrow not only gets sacked a lot. Like, that's a fact because yeah. of the O-line. But he is the worst quarterback when it comes to Crane sacks himself. So, like, he'll be leaving pockets too early. He'll be fucking shifting motion. Like, it's just, like, he'll be doing things that kind of makes the O-line hurt like, him. Yeah. He, he, they, he, they got him running scared, and he'll be trying to extend the play. So, he's going to get fucked up every time. Joe Mixon has not been efficient these past two weeks. Um, I think he had, like, 30 carries last week for only, like, 80 yards. I think this week he had 20-something for only, like, 70 yards. Like, he just hasn't really had those – big gains that kind of make you fear the run game. So I know that doesn't help the Bengals, but Burrow, I like him. He's a dog. Like, I love his personality, the way he carries himself, but like, he is not looking good so far this year. It does, like we talked about the Rams hangover season. It looks like the Bengals are having an even worse hangover season. And shout out Cooper Rush, because I think he looked like the best player on the field last weekend on that game. Like, he was you thought they were going to limit the playbook. and You thought they were going to make him throw dink and dunks. This man was throwing like third and four and then throwing like a 20-yard pass deep on something. Like he doesn't, he wasn't afraid. And I was like, oh, if he's not afraid to make those throws on those big plays, they're going to – like they were actually playing to win. Like I don't know. Yeah. I think Cooper Rush secured his spot on that like backup. For sure. Yeah, I expect it. They said – what killed me was they, they asked Mike McCarthy, he said it's not that big a difference from that. It didn't I, look it, bro. He looked confident. You know when backups come in, they kind of pussyfoot around and they don't want to make – they don't want to fuck up. They don't want to turn over the ball. Cooper Rush was making the plays. He said, fuck it. I'm going to go out swinging. And this is the same motherfucker that got cut by the Giants. And the Cowboys earlier this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, they yep. have to re his ass to let him play. That's crazy. On to our Monday night football and our final game of the week on our recap. The Vikings blowing out the Eagles. Oh, not the, Vikings. the Eagles blowing out the Vikings. I was on Eagles. Kev was on Vikings. Kev, what did – did did Justin Jefferson play this weekend? Yes, 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 but yes, but nobody told Kirk Cousins. His motherfucker, don't get me wrong. There was some he – got, he got some targets, but, like, we didn't have the Jets for him. Kevin O'Connell's not some crazy offensive guru that we thought that was. Maybe, maybe the Packers just start every season with a slump. Like now, these are the questions that this Vikings team made you ask, and it's like, fuck. I I believed in y'all for half a second, but that defense got torched every way possible. Jalen Hurts was able to throw all over y'all motherfuckers, run all over y'all stupid asses, and he wasn't even using, and they weren't even using their number one target, AJ Brown, like that. AJ Brown and I played against A.J. Brown and fans. He was in the tent for half the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Someone fucking. It was, it was just 
we don't know what the fuck this Vikings team is. Are y'all good? Could y'all be great? Could y'all be a playoff team? Could y'all challenge the Packers? We don't fucking know. Like, what did your takeaway from this? Because this game was never in question. There was points in time you thought it could have got close, but no, it was never in question. What do you see, Charles? Yeah, uh, if Kirk don't have a good day, if Jay Jettas don't get touches, if Dalvin don't show up a little bit, they lose. Yeah, that's what I saw. Hey, I I don't I I want to say my preview of the game was spot on. Even Kevin, the preview said that my like my analysis was spot on. Like Eagles front seven is gonna limit the run no matter what. Eagles always got a great front seven. Dalvin Cook was nowhere to be found early, and then once you shut him down early, you can't run the ball game uh, late when you're down. Kirk Cousins in prime time. I think he said it was two and nine going into a prime time game. I always fade Kirk in prime time. I didn't know his exact record, but two and nine is the worst overall record for any quarterback in primetime games. So now he's two and ten. So that only solidifies that he might be the worst primetime quarterback. And uh, I don't want to completely blame him because they're like Slay and Bradbury and CJ Johnson Garner. I they I said they had a three headed dragon, and they really showed that they can prevent any offense from fucking again open at least passing. Darius Slay, they put up um oh. Uh, stat up that he has the most pass breakups since 2013. That was like 410 or 200 something. Like, come crazy. I'm mad at this. He had like four or five this yesterday and two interceptions. He's a, he's an all over the place. And he gonna talk that shit. He really put this. Put the Shout out Bradbury because they showed the PFF ratings and like Slay was fifth for QB rating when targeted and Bradbury was third and QB uh, rating when targeted. So they're literally, like I said, they have this three-headed dragon where, yeah, you might have a dog at wide receiver, but they have three guys where they can make something shake and really shut you down. And they always have a great front seven against rush defenses. So, like, me and Kev both are high on this Eagles. They're a sleeper team coming into this year for us, and you see it. Like, this is a team that came to, like, win this division and not just win division but be a real force. Damn, motherfucker. Ass. Yeah, really the Eagles, yeah, the Rams, and the Bucks in the NFC. Don't sleep on the Packers now with Lazard. I think this was their coming out. Like, hey, but don't forget about us. I'm a no rap cap, man. But that's all the games, man. Yes, sir. We appreciate you coming out, Marcus. I appreciate the Ravens giving my boy Tua and them Dolphins a nice dub in Baltimore. We love a visiting crowd, but I appreciate uh, I Kev. It was it was this close, you know, y'all. World one if Ling J Wang didn't didn't go chill with them boys, the leech for the from UFC. That boy was on the field with the Rams. Once I saw that, it was hammer the Rams home. Different, but Kev, break it down for everybody at home. Hey, man, if you didn't know, we don't mind telling you again that this has been another episode of Totally Blitz Podcast, you feel me? The most dangerous podcast in the motherfucking world, and I'll tell you again if you don't mind. I'm in this bitch with your boy, Paul Pickham, with him constantly. He got the best best for you. I'm in that bitch with the Ravens. I'm in this motherfucker with the Ravens fan, also known as that boy Slick, and he's in this bitch talking about some that's going to tell you Lamar is going to win this MVP, and he's going to have to pay. He's going to have to put in put in to pay that boy. 
So, <laughs> and it's your boy, Lil KK. And it's been another episode of Total New Blitz. Yeah, bitch. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment. Knowing that I'm having shit higher than I ever been. I got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you could call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes This ain't not new